Today's reading is 1 John 3. Behold what manner of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Beloved, we are now children of God, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when Christ appears, we will be like Him, for we will see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself, just as Christ is pure. Everyone who practices sin practices lawlessness as well. Indeed, sin is lawlessness. But you know that Christ appeared to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who remains in him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. The one who practices righteousness is righteous, just as Christ is righteous. The one who practices sin is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the very start. This is why the Son of God was revealed, to destroy the works of the devil. Anyone born of God refuses to practice sin, because God's seed abides in him. He cannot go on sinning, because he has been born of God. By this the children of God are distinguished from the children of the devil. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God nor is anyone who does not love his brother. This is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Do not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did Cain slay him? Because his own deeds were evil, while those of his brother were righteous. So do not be surprised, brothers, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life, because we love our brothers. The one who does not love remains in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that eternal life does not reside in a murderer. By this we know what love is. Jesus laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone with worldly possessions sees his brother in need, but withholds his compassion from him, how can the love of God abide in him? Little children, let us love not in word and speech, but in action and truth. And by this we will know that we belong to the truth, and will assure our hearts in his presence. Even if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts, and he knows all things. Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and we will receive from him whatever we ask, because we keep his commandments and do what is pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and we should love one another just as he commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments remains in God, and God in him. And by this we know that he remains in us, by the Spirit he has given us. This is God's word. When you look at your children, you see things that are familiar. Maybe he has your hair color or your eye color. Maybe she looks like your spouse did as a child. Have you ever heard your child say something and thought, that's exactly what I was about to say? Do your kids have your sense of humor, your temper, your aptitude or not for sports? Of course your children reflect you and your spouse because the two of you made them together. They have aspects of your DNA and have listened to you talk, watched what you do, learned how you see the world and react to things around you. Here in 1 John 3, John tells us that believers act like God because we are his children. First and foremost, 
he begins by reminding us how deeply the Father loves us because he has called us to be his children. We see that in verse 1. And will eventually cause us to be just like him when Christ appears. We see that in verse 2. In the meantime, we are misunderstood and rejected by the world because we belong to God's family now. The world does not recognize the characteristics of God in us because they have not been born of God. So they don't share in his nature like we do, as verse 1 says. But since we have the hope of being glorified when Christ returns, our instincts are to become purer in our thoughts and our actions, holier in our walk through this world, as verse 3 puts it. Verses 4 through 18 give us a sustained look at the differences between those who have been born of God and those who have not been born of God. Anyone can say they are Christian, but those who have God's nature implanted in them through regeneration will have growth toward righteousness, as verse 7 puts it, and away from sin, as verses 9 and 10 put it. If a person practices sin and becomes more sinful over time, that person is reflecting his father's nature, his father the devil, as verse 8 puts it. But if we are children of God by faith in Christ, then we will do what is right and learn how to love others, according to verse 10. Verses 11 through 18 go deeper on the subject of love that stems from God's nature in us. Loving like God does means loving not hating others, even though the world hates us, as verses 12 through 13 put it. But our love for each other is a mark of our new nature in Christ, as verses 14 and 15 say. And this love is evidenced not by what we say, as verse 18 says, but by our self-sacrificial actions toward others who have needs. That's verse 17. Just as Christ sacrificed himself to meet our needs, so we who are his children by regeneration will learn to sacrifice the material things we have to care for and provide for others. There is a kind of Christianity that is orthodox in doctrine, but cold in daily life. When someone calls himself or herself a Christian, and answers every doctrinal question about Christianity correctly, we assume that they have faith in Jesus. But it is easy to become smug and cold when we feel like we have all the answers. It is easy to match the hatred the world has toward us with contempt for their sinful lifestyles instead of compassion for how sin has enslaved them. It is easy to hoard our money and possessions for ourselves or give in a stingy way that resents having to share. But none of these things is truly loving. Having pure, sound doctrine is important, but it is not the real test of our faith in Christ. What really demonstrates our faith in Christ is love that sacrifices to help others, even when, especially when, it makes our wallet thinner. Is this convicting at all? John says that the way that our conscience responds to the commands to love others reveals either our genuine nature as Christians, as children of Christ, as verse 19 and 21 put it, or shows our need for repentance, as verse 20 tells us. We may struggle with unloving attitude or stinginess toward those who have real needs, but if we completely ignore God's commands to love and have no prick of conscience or conviction of the Holy Spirit about it, see verse 24 for that, then we are not God's children. We are orthodox unbelievers, people who understand the facts of Christianity, but have never been born into the family of Christ. 
So where can you show the love of Christ today? This is the best way to know whether or not you really belong to him. That's what verses 23 and 24 tell us. If this devotional was helpful to you, please sign up to receive it every day in your email by going to dailypbj.com slash subscribe. Also, please support me financially. Go to dailypbj.com support to do that. Also, please share this video with someone who might grow in their faith by it. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Have a great day.